So today's the 18th of June 2020 and in three days it will be Father's Day and it's going to be my first without my dad and it's been really in my face this year, well it has been in my face and yesterday I gave in to the tears. I've been feeling a bit down about it uh, recently and I actually subscribed, unsubscribed from every email that was trying to sell me something Father's Day related. Every time I logged on it was like every email at the top was, was hurting I know it's not the retailer's fault, but it did annoy me that some of the promo emails were coming from companies that well, I haven't had anything to do with for years or or ever. And this is well before GDPR. Hmm. <laughs> Hi. Um, anyway, yesterday I felt really crap. So I wrote a poem that made me bawl my eyes out. And then I went off to indulge in some retail therapy after swearing that I wouldn't head to the shops, especially with this new post-lockdown rules in place. But I did. I put my AirPods in my ears and I listened to the soundtrack of one of my favourite musicals. That unfortunately, won't be returning to the West End if it does ever open. At Waitress, which uh, I have seen four times. First time I saw it was the week after my mum's funeral, which was only three months before my dad's funeral. I did sit again after his funeral just to keep them the same. And on the way back from the shops, I was driving and I burst into tears. I had to pull over as I just couldn't stop blubbing. I was getting to that point where I was blowing snot bubbles. And it, these kind of outbursts, they're, they're different to tears I've said before. There's, it's like a heaviness, a pain, where they're empty and heavy inside all at the same time. And the flow, I mean, it's so fast how they come out and there's nothing I can do to stop them falling. So I don't. Just let them. What can I do? I cared for my parents at home for eight and a half years. My mum, she was paralysed from stroke and dad had his own health issues. Both of them passed away in my home, in this very room actually. Uh, we transformed it, the room quite quickly after my dad died so that it would become a happy space, a happy place. And um, Well, that it definitely is. And Yesterday in particular, I was trying to work out what it is that angers me so much about my dad's palliative and end-of-life care situation, experience. It wasn't tragic. He was old, he was elderly, and he had health conditions. And, you know, he lasted two years longer. It was just over two and a half years ago, we were called into the hospital to say goodbye to him. I didn't want to focus on on blaming. Uh, I'm not looking to lay blame. I I understand there were issues with his palliative care, but I'm trying to... I'm trying to do is I'm trying to reduce the, reduce the pain that their memories are causing me. And I think after having sacrificed so much over those years, I, I'd like to be able to keep things all serene and nice and the memories going. And I made a promise that I would um, have them at home and, and I kept that. And and I think I feel that I've let them down and and I feel guilty. And, and I know I shouldn't feel guilty, not after looking after them so long, but... You can't tell someone who feels guilty that they shouldn't feel that way. Or just as the phrase calm down in a situation has never worked when tempers are running high. I try to uh, put my feelings down in the form of poetry. And when I write them, I don't edit them. I don't spend a long time writing them. And I like to keep them in their raw form. They just kind of flow, I guess. And this is the poem I wrote yesterday, which... Having read it back this morning, it has already started to, well, repair, uh, reduce my anger and, and, and all the things I think about the process of, of his end of life care. Why am I crying? Why do the tears fall? Hurts in my heart. 
pain of grief's call. I, I know you would want me to stand and be strong. I feel so guilty and I know that it's wrong, but my ache lies in the memories trapped in my mind of your final days when I tried to find ways to make things more comfortable and secure, to limit the pain that you would have to endure. People didn't turn up. They didn't answer the phone. If only I'd fought harder. If only I'd know what to do to make smoother, perhaps more serene, the way end of life should peacefully have been. So sorry, Dad. I can't let this go. So now I'm going to let those damn tears flow and send you my love. That's all I've got left. Feels inadequate of, and of strength I'm bereft. I'll close the door, try to mend my heart, until the next time the flowing tears start. I've been honest with those close to me that I am struggling with this celebration and I'm addressing it a few days in advance so that all the emotions don't suddenly explode on Sunday and Father's Day becomes a really negative thing in my world because I think Dad should be celebrated on many more days of the year. I was so proud of mine and I do miss him so much. He was my security. He was my fixer. Even when he was dying, he still looked after his baby girl and made sure that I'd be able to survive in the big wide world without his, without his protective arms, his advice and knowledge to surround me. Today, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about the happy memories I have of him and of him and my mum together. <laughs> They were a cheeky couple and they brought me up in such a safe and secure environment. I'm lucky to have had them as my parents and I got to spend time with them that a lot of children don't have and the conversations we had, they're, they're precious. So it's nearly Father's Day. Maybe it'll get easier, maybe it won't, but it doesn't matter. What actually matters is that I have some wonderful and amazing memories of him, of them together, and that they're my memories to keep and I can call upon them whenever I need them. As I work as a funeral celebrant, I mean, this is exactly what I encourage grieving families to do, as well as reminding them that it's okay to laugh and smile at memories. And the reason that this whole grief thing hurts so much is because it follows on from there being so much love. I am fortunate and that I have a, a really good support network around me. And I will be seeing my father-in-law on Sunday. And on Sunday, I've also got other things planned to try and make it like a normal loving day. Just without the big man here to spoil in person. There's another poem I wrote. <coughs> um, and use at funeral ceremonies called Don't Look Behind. That is relevant. And it, every time I read it at a ceremony for someone, I, it, it does make me smile. Don't look behind. There's nothing to see. Look ahead, that's where I'll be, waiting, ready to hold your hand. By your side, I'm waiting to stand. I'll always watch over you from close by. If you want to feel me, look up to the sky, but don't look back. There's nothing to see. Touch your heart. That's where I'll be. So many people are likely to be in a, in a similar place to me right now. and I was thinking of ways that I could, if I felt a bit down, how I could uh, lift myself up. And I was thinking that maybe we could do it together. We could think of the top five funny or embarrassing things our dads ever did. 
God, they could be embarrassing. Not even mentioning dad dancing. Now, even starting to think like that does start to put a smile on my face. And dad will always be special to me. Always be special. And he will always be in my memories. And I've worked out that whenever grief raises its ugly head in whatever form it does, you've just got to let it go. Just got to let it run with, run its course. Do what it needs to do and don't try and fight it.